All right. Let's let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's uh, bam bam bam. Impart knowledge on our listeners. It's time to turn a bird into a horse. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. It's uh, the two Lily investigators, Tyler, Kyle, Kyle. Kyle. And we're uh, underneath this wonderful, uh, you know, uh, Aztec temple I found on Google. And it's exploding, which is really cool. So we figured it was appropriate for the Boundary Beyond pack review that we're doing. So we're going to talk through the player cards today of the Boundary Beyond. Uh, and maybe some other stuff at the end. I don't really know yet. Kind of go with the flow, right? So the first card we have is uh, Second Wind. It's a one-cost event with a... With a, a brain icon or a willpower icon on it, and it's a spirit, and it's got the keyword bold. It says play as your first action, uh, heal one damage, two damage instead if you drew a treachery this round, and then draw a card. Yeah, that seems like a bold move. <laughs> okay, the pun's no, already it, it literally does though. Yeah, I mean it. It's not just a pun; it means something to him. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's cool. I pay a resource to heal. I like that. Yeah, and uh, I was I play started playing Leo for this campaign. I have like first aid and stuff, and the using like the one action and the charges mm -hmm. is kind of like annoying because it's like a high cost to get the first aid out, mm -hmm. and then like you have to use the action to heal like one damage anyway. So like you can get a twofer on this one. So it's like nice to possibly get a twofer, and you're probably going to draw a treachery card. Out of, out of yeah. the Mythos deck. So. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty pretty likely. Yeah, and then you get a like, <coughs> free, free replacement card. So, uh, depending on how you feel, like, this could be a good card for you. I think it <clears throat> works well, and I, like, I immediately thought of Mark Harrigan, because I Mark wants to take damage, but yeah. healing in Mark is good, and letting him draw is even better, because he, he's already drawing with his cards, but drawing more is going to be good, because you want to get your pieces out. Um... It also is a spirit, and so I was thinking of Calvin, because controlling your health in Calvin is really, really important, as I'm learning. Uh, like, I think last game I had, like, six, or, like, five damage on me, and I was floating the, you know, till the end of time, and I made a leather coat, and it was kind of scary, so sometimes it'd be cool to, like, do your test, and at the end of the round, take, like, heal one, right? So, I like it, though. I think I'm pretty, I'm a pretty big fan of it. Uh, it's, a li it's like, um, it kind of sits in the spot of, like, between emergency... What was that one? Emergency, emergency aid, aid yeah. and like so, it's like this card, emergency aid, first aid, and like the hierarchy of, do I have, an, am I gonna have a ton of resources or not? Do I still need to heal? You know? Yeah. So, I get you. It is only damage though. I guess first aid is horror and yeah, first damage, aid is horror, so you don't get your your horror back. But so yeah, maybe this fits in. It, it is it is faster than first aid. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I feel. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the next card we have is take the initiative. So Take the Initiative is just a skill card with three question mark assets. It's practiced, and it also has the bold um, trait. Uh, it says, commit only to a skill test you are performing. Um, take the Initiative loses a question mark for each action that has been completed by any investigator this phase. So you pretty much want to go first if you're going to right. If you have this in your hand, you just say, I'm going first. Uh, and then this has to be like your first, if you want first three, action. Yeah. Right. And so then you like lose a question mark if it's not your very first skill mm -hmm. for your very first action. Mm -hmm. So then you basically have just two question marks after that. So I was thinking like, why not just take like a normal one of the neutral skill cards? Oh, because you want to use an extra question mark on your first test, right? 
And it's uh Well yeah, but like you're just using two two slots in your deck. I think it's because you get the benefit of having an extra question mark sometimes. Because on mm. like like uh unexpected courage, um you can commit that to other tests though, so that's kind of a drawback. I think it's like mediocre, like I think you could set up some cool combos with it. I suppose. Like if you're like an easy shotgun or something like that, you could get some extra successes or I suppose. I feel uh, I feel that wouldn't be enough. Like I think it wouldn't happen in a, This is great in in like solo. Or yeah. even, maybe even two player can be okay. Yeah. Um yeah. not in like a four player game. In a four player game it's probably not terror it's it just has a, a higher likelihood of not doing anything at all. Like, because it can become completely dead. Like, it can have no icons on it. And so if anybody takes their turn before you, it has no icons on it. So Yeah. And That's so true. then it doesn't do anything. And one of the cool parts about this game a lot of the time is that there aren't a ton of dead cards that you have in your hand. And this card can become dead, but it also has the potential to be a three question mark, which is, like, what you cool. Really so, um, and you can commit this during the Mythos phase. So you could commit this to, like, a test. Um, and it would always have three. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's always that. So maybe it just, like, saves you from... I think that's... Because it doesn't say... It says, commit to a skill test you're performing, which you would be performing, this like, the brain test or the foot test on the yes. skill card. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a really good Mythos card, I guess, if you need right. to protect against Mythos. And you have... This would be maybe... Maybe it's good for, like, Skids, who's got, like, terrible willpower. And, like, yeah. he can just survive the Mythos phase. Or Leo better. has, like, no feet. Yeah, and yeah. It's like... Okay. You've convinced me. I've been convinced. <laughs> All right. Well-prepared. So, well-prepared is kind of interesting, because it cares about assets uh, that you have. And there's, there's... So we looked up some stuff. But basically, it's a two-cost, two-experience asset. This is a talent. As a quick action, well, ex uh, you can exhaust well prepared to choose an asset you control, and you get plus X skill value for the skill test, where X is the number of matching skill icons on those ch on the chosen asset. So, it itself doesn't have any skill icons, which is kind of interesting. Um, probably because you wouldn't, it wouldn't yeah, want to yeah. choose itself, which which makes sense. Uh, but it is one of those cards that doesn't do anything at all for you in your hand. So you have to make sure to play it, right? Yeah. It's not permanent or anything, so you do have to like get it out of your deck and play it. But there's a ton of assets in the game. Uh, I think we have, like, I looked it up, and there's basically, uh, where's the bottom of this page? 192 different assets, all that have, all most of which have skill icons on them. Um, what do you think about this card? Uh, it seems pretty good when you're looking at them, and the most uh, skill icons on an asset is four, and it usually doubles up, so it's like two brains and like two fists and that's usually on like the upgraded like cards yeah. cards for like physical training like uh was hard knocks, hard knocks or, uh hyper awareness uh uh the rogue one the, the rogue, rogue one, one streetwise no the rogue one is hard knocks oh, oh, oh. uh hyper awareness oh. uh dig deep which is a survivor yeah. one and then arcane Arcane training or whatever. Uh, physical, physical, physical training, training and then there's stuff like, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, so that's like the most you'll ever get, but that's still plus two to like two different stats. And you have to have the Return to the Zealot expansion to have those cards. So if you're not planning on buying that or didn't want to buy it, then you have to like go get that, which isn't bad. But I guess Ardent Armor has has those two. So Ardent Armor matches physical training. Which is kind of interesting. So if you're ever running Ardent Armor, this card could be really cool. 
but Tyler's right. You're only ever going to get a plus maximum right now in the game is plus two, I think, from any for any test on this thing. Which but if you if you if you doubled up, can you double up on this and then just exhaust both and get <clears throat> plus four? Attack? Yeah, yeah, and and. With the physical trainings, like the upgraded physical trainings, they cost zero to play, so that's nice because you can play it as an action. Um, so you can get those out a lot, lot cheaper, and you can have the resources to pay to up, up it even further. So that's kind of cool. Like, I think it can. It's a combo card. Like, it can go in the deck, and you can really seriously pass some skill tests. Because like, but I don't know that it's worth two experience. Like, there's a lot of other things I want to spend two experience on. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> so. Because if you put two of them in your deck, that's... That's four, four yeah, four experience. So. I, I wish it was a permanent. Like, if it was a permanent, it would be, it would be, like, permanent, set it at three XP, and it would be great. Like, it would be really cool. Because it'd still require you to yeah. set it up, right? But it would be able to be there the whole time. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. I think that's probably my least favorite of all of the new protector cards in this pack. Uh, but the, the next card we have is, uh, is our first seeker card. It's a two-cost event. It's uh, got two books on the side, and it's got it's called Truth from Fiction. It's an insight, so I think that cares. There's some cards in the last the cycle that care about that, uh, or in the even in Forgotten Age, I think they care about insight. Um, play only if there's a clue in your location. Place two secrets on an asset you control. And so we looked up the secret assets with secrets on them, and you have Forbidden Knowledge, which is like the original core set, um, like take a horror to get a resource as a fast action. So two resources to use... So basically you pay two resources to get those two resources later in the game, kind of. Yeah. Uh, or in the no, which is the other card, which is you spin a secret to investigate, uh, and you investigate any revealed location and plays if you're at the location. So like that, to me, is the best combo with this, because you could clear off some victory locations if you needed to. Yeah. And like it, sometimes seekers in the game have nothing to do and they're just like waiting for, for you know an enemy, enemy to be killed yeah, or finding enemy, location, yeah. and so that could be really fun. Is like this could be a way to get like more experience. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose. So yeah, sometimes there's like enemies on that like victory location, and you can't do it, anything with it anyway. Or sometimes like you're you have to like get out of the game, like you have to end the game before you can even clear off that thing off the victory location, mm -hmm. or like. You just don't have time to like do anything about it. So like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just like not super all about this card. Yeah, I, I think like two resources to, is something that like we don't have a good target for yet. Like, yeah. At two resources, this card. If it was one, I could see definitely playing it in like a deck that wanted to clear locations, right? Like. Because then you could, like, get some extra, like, legit value out of it, but you need to spend the, the 1 XP to get in the no in your deck and play it. So it's like, mm, I don't know. I, yeah. I think more secrets are going to come out in this set, so yeah. we'll definitely see some kind and of improvement. In the no is 3 XP? No, it's, no, it's, three, it's cost, 3 cost, and then XP. this is 2, two cost. So, so you're it's like 5 to investigate. five Investigate 5 times at a location that's not your own. Yeah, and then it's... Five, it's five resources to get this combo running. So it's just. So like, it, I don't know. Like, if you really needed it, like it seems like you'd probably have to build to the scenario. And like this game is kind yeah. of, kind of interesting when it comes to like building a scenario. It's not like the Lord of the Rings, like LCG that every time you were going into a new scenario, you need to build a new deck. Like this one is trying to talking about progression. So 
Maybe you switch it out with like adaptable or something and set the combo up for a Griven scenario and yeah. then we'll take it yeah. out. But True. I still don't think there's enough secret cards that care about it. True understanding is the next card. So this one's kind of interesting. Uh, it says it's got a it's a skill card. It's got a question mark icon and it's an innate skill. So like you can, you can get it back with like some of those survivor cards if you've had in your deck. Uh, commit to a skill test from an ability printed on a scenario card. If that skill test is successful, discover one clue at your location. So, so we, I had to look up personally, and I don't know if you knew this or not before I was talking no, to you about it. I but, did not. I didn't know. Uh, we, had a, we had a conversation. Yeah, before so a scenario this. card is something that... Let me go down to the bottom here. I don't know why it changed it. A uh, scenario card is... Like, basically, um, scenario cards include art, act cards, agenda cards... Location cards, treachery cards, and enemy cards, and scenario reference cards. So those are all scenario cards. So for the first part, or the last part of that where it says on a scenario card, it's talking about any of those cards, right? And it says from an ability on any of those cards. So you know what a scenario card is. It's any card that's basically not a player card. And then looking up what an ability is, it's a specialized game text that it includes, indicates how a card affects the game. So there's constant abilities. Um, no special formatting. They're just always happening. Um, so like if a constant ability said every location gets tests like in addition to investigating you'd have to test something you could use it on that test because it would be a constant ability of that yeah. location or that that scenario card a forced ability is like a forced thing so if, if, again if a forced ability forced you to take a test you could use this on that forced ability as far as i understand it and this is just m our understanding of it at the moment yeah uh, revelation abilities um, those are also abilities, so you can use this to get a clue, like, off of a revelation ability. Uh, triggered abilities are also abilities. I mean, we're going through here. Keywords, yeah. spawn, and then action designator. So fight, invade, investigate, and move are all abilities. So but keep that in mind when you're thinking about this card, because it turns this card into something that's just kind of confusing to, like, getting clues all the time. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I figured it was pretty much, it's pretty much, like, everything. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff, yeah, and so when you, like, originally, if you were thinking about it and you weren't sure, you, I think the first thing people would gravitate towards is saying, like, okay, anytime there's an arrow, right? Like, anytime there's an arrow that says, take a test, if you succeed, get a clue, that's, like, the first thing you gravitate towards, and you yeah. think about it a little more, and you're like, maybe investigate action, right? But then you start to pull back even further, and it's like, oh my yeah. god. The first thing to pop into my mind was, like, basically any, any treachery card you pull out of the Mythos deck, yeah. and then we... We just did Carcosa a few few weeks ago, so like uh, the the parlay card and like the Man in the Yellow Mask and like all the parlay actions yeah. for like the the characters in um, in like the stupid party scenario, <laughs> but <laughs> like all that stuff. <coughs> um, but like even then, you have to use this like while there's a clue though. That's a, that's not too big. A, I mean, the fact that it gives you a question mark is but pretty cool. It's one, it's one question mark. But that's good. And then you discover one clue. Mm -hmm. I would play this like over like oh. uh, evidence, right? Like evidence like requires you to kill something and only gives you a fist and like. Well, yeah, but. And costs money. Uh, <laughs> I uh, like this card a lot. I think I'll put this card in any deck it can go in just because it helps you during Mythos. It helps you during your turn. It gets you an extra clue if you... It, in addition, if you succeed, you get a clue. Like, I don't know. Question marks are good. They're good. They're, I think they're, they're really good in large numbers. Do you not like this card? Well? I, I'm not, like, a super fan of this card. 
I like that it made me learn the game. <laughs> Gave you some uh, rules knowledge? Yeah. Because it's just so confusing. Our, our next secret card is... There's uh, three secret cards and three uh, um, Protector, Guardian, Paladin, Knight cards. Uh, this one's called Quick Steady. Or Child Donald Trump, as Tyler was saying. Right yeah, here. it looks like Donald Trump as shrunken kid. down into a child. Yep, and he's pointing at you. Yeah. About it, something. It's it's weird. Uh, it's got two two cost, two experience asset. It's got a brain and a foot. Uh, it's a talent. And it says, as a quick action, you can place one of your clues uh, on your location and exhaust quick steady. You get plus three skill value for the skill test. So, I think this one's cool. Yeah. I, it's just like, put a clue down. It's like, I just learned how to use a gun. And it's like, just like, bam. Yeah. Sure. And it's quick, so... You can use it once a turn at any time, which is kind of sweet, so you can use it to save yourself from a terrible Mythos card, or yeah. you can use it to evade if you really need to get away. Yeah, exactly. Cost two experience, which is okay. Um, I think dropping a clue is good, is okay for like some of the people that want this card. Actually, I'm trying to think about it. Because most Seekers would be okay with that. Yeah, um, Seekers can usually hopefully pick up like a few clues a turn and like i think this is okay for whoever can play it like as long as you can get a clue otherwise you probably sh if you're not planning on getting clues or you're not focused on or you don't have like flashlights or anything really good to get it you probably don't want to put like pay the money for this card or the experience for this card uh yeah I, uh, hopefully you'd know like your situation and you'd be able to like well yeah know, like if it's you part of deck builder. throw 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 a clue down so i like it it's plus three, which is pretty good. Yeah, really good. I'm, I'm a fan of the like the rogue version of this that we're gonna see in a second. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty good. No, it's not as good as truth. Uh, it's, it's way better. Truth. Well, you don't even know what the card's called. True understanding. Yeah, that's why I, I do though, because I looked <laughs> at it. Uh, the next card we got is called Hatchet Man. It's a practice skill with a foot icon on it. It says, if this test is successful during an evasion attempt, the next time the evade attempt, uh, evaded enemy takes damage this turn, deal it one additional damage. Uh, it's a dude getting shot in the back, which is pretty violent. Uh, there's blood. I didn't think they were allowed to do that. Um, um, there's children that play this game, Tyler. I don't know, man. There's, a, there's children on the cards in this one, like young Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Uh, this is cool. I, I think like I would have liked this in my fin deck that we played Carcosa with. Yeah, because I was like evading the crap out of everything, but I was just like pinking it, like yeah, you just do like, like slapping it with my feet. Like, this would be great for any rogue deck, I feel. That's yeah, like if you're evading heavy. at all, like even um, even like Silas, Silas has like four feet, and yeah. like um, so I think he can have if he could have this, he, that'd be cool. But I don't think he can. Maybe he can. I well, don't know. like this but, just combos well with like anyone who's doing damage because you just like evade and then they can just do any sort of damage and it's like hey hey extra damage and like if you're a rogue you can like evade and then uh uh not backstab but you know what i'm talking about sneak attack sneak attack there yeah. you go and there's three damage and you're, you're and one, then like the upgraded sneak attack's even better than that i think you're one-shotting yeah. like three health things so that's just really good. Yeah. Deal sneak attacks, two damage, two damage to an enemy, not engage at your location, cost two instead of. Oh, what is the upgraded sneak attack just for? Not engaged. Oh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's actually sweet. Uh, but yeah, Hatchet Man seems cool. I like. I don't necessarily, like, I don't know. 
I feel like if you're gonna be good at evading, you probably don't need, like, a skill card that cares about, like, feet. But, like, I guess it's cool because it, like, can set things up that can kill stuff. So, like, if you could get enough... Like, if you if you do that in the right turn, like, you could really wreck something. Yeah. So. Uh, next card we got is called High Roller. Did you have something else to oh, say about it? it's really good for, like, even those super massive bosses. Yeah. I mean, dealing extra damage is never going to be bad. I just think it, it requires a little setup and... You have to meet, make sure you can like. I guess it makes any normal attack better, which yeah. is sweet. Yeah, and it's so. just it's not it's not even like a super hard combo thing that like requires. It's just like one card and even like a normal attack is like that much better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm like I guess I'm a kind of a fan of skill cards too because skill cards don't like usually cost anything. They just kind of help. They're just generally usually good at what they are doing because yeah. they don't cost you any resources and they just get committed and. With the right characters and cards, you can pull them back. So, all right, uh, hatch, high roller. This is the one I, I think I like a lot, uh, based off of what I was playing. When I again, this goes back to the fin deck I was playing. But it's a two cost, two experience asset with a book and a fist. It's a talent, and it says as a fast action, you can spend three resources and exhaust it, and you get plus two skill value for the skill test. And if you succeed, you gain your three resources back, which I think is sweet. Like. The whole idea of the fin deck that I was playing was to get money and be able to pay for evading and pay for um, books, like investigation, yeah. right? And doing this one actually lets you like do other things, which you weren't already doing, like passing willpower tests, <laughs> which is one of the big problems in that deck. Or, yeah. or So that's kind of cool, because you get this two skill value, which means you don't fail by as much even if you fail, yeah. and that's really cool. So I'm a huge fan of this card in, in the fin deck. Um, or even maybe like Jenny Barnes or anything like that. Like if you're gonna getting two value on any skill test is really powerful. Yeah, it's really good. Um, without having to do any kind of setup, like the game's gonna give you money. Yeah. Um, and there's easy ways for rogues to get money. I do like that a lot of these um, assets that have experience on them in this pack are two, which means they can fit in the the corset crossover versions. Yeah, yeah. Like that's kind of sweet because. Um, we've been seeing a lot of like high experience cost cards in the last like five packs, and it's like that would be cool. Oh, I can't have yeah, that. Absolutely. I can't have like Arden armor in like a, another deck. So, yeah. okay, I think Kyler Roller's sweet. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Like it, it's it doesn't require anything but like money, and everyone has money mm -hmm. to like spend. So, like it's, I like it. Yeah, like I think what I like about this over uh, Donald small Donald Trump is. <laughs> That you didn't have to pass a skill test to get the thing that that you trigger this with, like you just get resources, right? An action gets you a resource, so like, okay, yeah. and they, you so you can always auto fail any kind of test, right? But you don't auto, you can never auto fail getting a resource. And I don't think. Oh God. Oh God. It's the only is only the, the only thing I'm thinking is like, okay, fine. Mm -hmm. All right, in Rapture. Uh, so this is another one where we looked up some stuff. So in looked <laughs> skull. In uh, Rapture is a skill card with a book icon on it. It kind of following suit with some of the other cards in the set. It's practiced as well. Um, if this skill test is successful during an investigate, place one charge on a secret or an asset you control. And there's a lot of secret asset cards. So not secrets we already talked about with the um, you know um, in the know or whatever it's called. Uh, truth from truth from uh, fiction. 
So like those ones are are what they are, right? You could put a that this lets you put a f kind of like a free pass a test and you get a free charge, which yeah. is better than paying two to get two. You know, it's yeah. a little more value. Uh, but it, but it also hits like all these other ones like decorated skull, grotesque um, statue, mists, recharge, uh, or I'm sorry, scrying. Like all your spells are gonna get hit. Yeah, every spell. Um, all the seeker stuff like um, arcane glyphs is kind of cool, so you can get extra charges and arcane glyphs. Um, I don't know. I'm a, I like it. I like it a lot more as a card because it's a book, so you're kind of like do your shriveling, commit this to it, and succeed, and then put do it your, back. Do your free, yeah, your free charge from it. Yeah, like isn't yeah. that that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty like cool. I can imagine doing like a uh, what's her name? I can never say it. Uh, Akichi, uh, Akachi, 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 yeah, Apache, Akachi build where like you just like never lose your. You just have so many shrivelings that you're just murdering monsters. Like, you're just an attacker. Because you get extra charges when you play it, and then you can use this and some of the other cards to just keep your shrivelings going. Yeah. That, 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 that works. If, if you want to go that route. What are you going to do with this uh, card? I don't know. It's been a while since I've played a Mystic, so... But you, yeah, his, uh, your I'm first time sure. we played, you were, you were Agnes, right? I was Agnes, and I really didn't have, like, an issue with, like, uh, charges too much. Well, Agnes is just a beast, like, because cause that yeah. would be cool, actually, to put an Agnes, too. Uh, yeah, because you just have a lot of charges, and you can just, like, do so much damage and take so much horror. And, and like, even failing with Agnes does damage, so I guess maybe you don't do it with uh, Akechi, you do it with Agnes, and you, like, put this in there to just kind of, like, take damage when you fail, they, they take damage when you fail, they take damage when you succeed, you always have a thing to spell with. Well, she just takes damage when you get, like, a... A horror. A token. Yeah, well, what I mean is, like, you you do this stuff, right, and if you fail the wrong way on shriveling, I think you take horror. I guess we can look, because well, it's right in front of us. Well, no, it's just when you get draw... Yeah, like, you, fail the, you might fail the wrong way, right? So, you either succeed, deal an extra damage, get a charge counter, or you fail and do a horror anyway. So she's always outputting damages, I guess what I'm saying. Like, no matter what. She's just always constantly damaging things. Um... But yeah, that could be actually pretty fun. I've never played Mystic that well. I always feel like I miss the like mark every time I try it. But I think this is one of my favorite cards from the pack, for show. Because it's got like a what looks to me like a college Rex Murphy who hasn't become an alcoholic yet, just looking at a book, looking at the stars, and he's studying. Maybe he should have been studying for class. Instead of so that's probably studying. what you know inevitably made him an alcoholic. He Stops. failed tests and then he turned and in. He's like, I just, I guess I'll just be a journalist. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the next card we got is called "Recall the Future." Does it make a lick of sense? Recall the future. It's dumb. Well, that's why she's like a, going like back in time. <laughs> I know it was a joke. No. It was a jerk. No. Well, so that's interesting to me. So we have kind of commented on how some of the like art in this pack is very like childish, and we're gonna get to cornered, which is gonna be like a card that literally has a kid on it. But I wonder if the boundary beyond means like traveling back in time, like maybe going back in time or something like that, with all like the kind of future past crap. Perhaps, perhaps we'll see. We'll never know because we just got so frustrated with the. You know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we died horribly. We didn't uh, die. Everybody got at least one trauma. Went super mad. Yeah, in the and, first uh, scenario from Forgotten Age. 
It was it was a terrible. But then we did really well in the second one. Expedition was a disaster. No, the first half, and then we once we got you know people died. Once we got, once we got you know the supplies, which they didn't bring torches, whatever. But, uh, there were snakes everywhere. Yeah, there was so many snakes. Vengeance is a thing. Uh, okay, two cost. Recall the future. Two experience asset with a book and a foot. It's an augury and a ritual. I don't know if those are important. I don't know. Uh, as a reaction, when the skill test you're performing begins, if Recall the Future is ready, name a Chaos token. If the name token is revealed during this test, exhaust Recall the Future, then you get plus two skill value for that skill test. This is great. I yeah. fucking love this, this card. This one is really cool. That's so sweet. Like, just negating, like, the scenario, like, symbol cards. Because you never, like, you don't want to call, like, plus two, right? <laughs> like, no, no, you're not going to do that. You just say, uh, Skull. Yeah. Or you say maybe minus two if there's three minus twos in there, right? And it becomes a zero. Yeah. And then you can just even it out. Or, like, you you don't have to, like, cover, like, the the minus four that's in there. You can just be, you can just go up to, like, minus two. You can just cover that because mm -hmm. you can just call it, oh, minus four, so. Yeah, and you see, I think this much, like, the seal cards, like, affects yeah. your bag. And that's really cool to me. Yeah. It doesn't only affect you, but hey, man, like that's fine. Yeah, uh, I'm a. This, I think the Mystic cards in this this thing are freaking amazing. Yeah, like, they're both really cool. Um, they're definitely giving some Mystic some uh, some love in this one. I like that it's a reaction too. It doesn't have charge counters. It doesn't sit there and require you to kind of finagle it around. You just play it and then you use it every turn after that. Yeah, right? and it's like it's there forever mm -hmm. too, which is nice instead of like a. And if you play the bag, if you pay attention to that stuff, this card can make can make your life easier. Like, look at your bag contents. Is Do you have, you know, if you have, you know, three of a token, try to put that one in there, you know, make it a zero or make it a plus two with some other bad effect that you'll never get because you never fail, right? Like, it's just so solid. Uh, yeah. This is very good. Very nice. Lowly seal of approval. Uh, okay, we have a downgrade. It's not downgrade, really, but... A lower, uh, 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 a low grade? Uh, low grade. Low, yeah. Low grade. Okay. A low grade try again. Try and try again. So the normal try and try again is actually, um, it is actually, uh, two, three experience, I think. Let me see. Let's see. We have it here. Right? Yeah. Try and try again. Yeah. So the original one that we got was three experience. It was two cost, same cost. And it has a reaction ability. It just has a reaction ability that says, uh, after a skill test is failed, if a skill card in your hand is committed to that test, exhaust it and return the skill card to your hand. This one says it has its tries on it, so it uses three tries. And I imagine they have to start differentiating these things because there's so yeah. many cards that care about charges or supply or ammo. So this one's like not really try, try again. It's like try just try a little try bit and try, and then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and you disc. Well, the, the interesting thing is you discard it uh, when there's no tries on it, which. It's like okay. I kind of I'd rather like it stay out because it's a slotless asset that I can sacrifice to stuff, you know. And it costs two, which means that like certain things would care about that. But as a reaction, if skill test is failed, you can put the committed skill card back into your thing and uh, spend a try. Um, basically, you spend the try to put the card back in your hand instead of just doing it. So you know, if you like try and try again, and you want to play it faster than three experience, it looks cool. Yeah. Um, I haven't played a ton of decks that are just super skill based but I can see this being really good in a deck that's just like 
you know, survivor skill or like yeah. some someone. Who, and this is two experience, which means it can go to crossover, right? So, yeah. which is cool because the original Tran Dragon, most cases, could not. So maybe you actually maybe you play this in uh, in like Mintai Fun and just do some crazy stuff with Mintai Fun oh. and skills, right? Yeah. So you just like put extra skills when you need it, and you always pass stuff. And mm, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like I haven't played enough sur survivor and s skill skill sorcery to like skill sorcery. Yeah, to like <laughs> judge like a try try again like downgrade, but low low grade. Delete del delete down. <laughs> I think this one's I I I genuinely like this the fact that it's one experience because that to me means that it can be played more in more decks and. That just means that it it works in where it works more often. Yeah. Last one we have is called Cornered. This is the uh, Survivor Two cost to experience asset from the set with a brain and a fist on it. It's a talent, and it says, "As a fast action, discard a card from your hand, and you get plus two skill value for this test. Limit once per test." So we got this one's pretty good. I feel. This one's so good. Prepared. Everyone in this set got a, uh, a like a, 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 a quick action or reaction to do a thing to get a skill point more skill value, yeah. right? Um, this one's kind of cool, I think. Like survivors have the best, easiest time getting cards back. Like, yeah. like, like Jason was doing it last time. Jason, hi, shout out. Jason <laughs> plays uh, with us at our Collector Mania group, and he was doing stuff with Rex and like scavenge. And, like, getting his, like, items back and recommitting them to tests and, like, I don't know. There's some cool stuff that you can do with this. And, plus, again, plus two skill value for that test. Any test. Yeah. I was, I, I immediately thought of Wendy with this one because you can, like, discard an event. And with her amulet, amulet you can, like, play so, yeah, that yeah. event. And, like... and this, one ha this one doesn't exhaust itself either, right? So this is one of the one. this is the only one, I think, that... You, stays up and you can use it for each test you do. Like limit, you can only do it once per test, but you can do it for every test you take all the time forever. Yeah, and even even then, like in this game, I feel discarding cards isn't that big of a deal because some cards, uh, I I may just be bad at building decks, but some cards I feel like I'm just never going to play this card ever. Well, that, <clears> I mean, they based on the scenario, right? Yeah, that's part of the like the the other side. So like like we're talking about like I was talking about earlier with Lord of the Rings, like you build your deck for that encounter so you never have to worry about dead cards as much yeah in this one a scenario like fine clothes like it's a reason that to maybe put fine clothes in if you are running adaptable yeah if you know that every other scenario has parlays like this makes fine clothes plus two yeah i i think this is probably the best one um i really like the the mystic one but the fact that you can the fact that most people who can have this can just pull cards out anyway like york can play them wendy can play them uh, S Silas can pull cards back after. So, like, if he does do this and discard a card, he can pull the skill back if he over-succeeds. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's cool. Like, I think this is probably the best talent. The cor the talent. Two cost, two experience talent from this. Yeah. I, I like it a lot. <clears throat> Just on its face, face value. Face value. Yeah, so, um, at the end of this one... Uh, we're going to talk a teensy bit about... Uh, I want to talk a teensy bit about... Um, well, thanks for watching our pack review, I guess. But I want to talk a teensy bit about uh, our frustrations with the initial part of Forgotten Forgotten Age. Part part one. Yeah, so if you haven't played the, part, the first scenario in Forgotten Age yet, 
or even the second scenario, if you haven't played through the, the like deluxe expansion for Forgotten Age, just the, the expansion, probably tune out right now, because we're going to talk a little bit about stuff that might be spoilers, so, spoiler alert! If you're listening, like, this is the time to stop listening. Stop now. Alright, we're giving you time, so, don't yell at us if, uh, if you're still here and you haven't played it. But, GD, man, we got so wrecked. Yeah, it was bad. So they like let you get uh, some resources to buy some stuff for your expedition, right? And we don't really read through anything before we play, uh, so we just kind of winged it, wing it, wing it. Mm -hmm. And um, it was tough. Like vengeance is scary. Like vengeance ended up screwing us at the end because we didn't realize how. Yeah, we really didn't know like what the mechanic did. Like the rule book just said, this this is what Vengeance did. It, Put it, it in the victory display. It, it collects, and we're yeah. like, okay, we don't really know what it does. <clears throat> and uh, so snakes start coming out, and they're pretty big. They're pretty beefy snakes, or they poison you. And we're like, well, we got to kill these snakes because they're they're around. And. Uh, and because right, I don't know, they all had hunters, so evading them didn't really seem like a best option, right? Yeah. So two two of our people were fighty because like we've never really had like actual fighty people, and we can't really run away. I can't run away, and we know. And so we just like fight these snakes and kill them. Mm -hmm. And then like uh, I guess it was a perfect storm because at the end of the game it was just like now all the stuff. <laughs> This is what Vengeance does, and it was just like yeah. So all of the indestructible the Yig things came out, yeah. and they really cared about Vengeance, and so we had been killing Pit Vipers the whole time, and the Pit Vipers actually were like fueling these like invincible mega snakes, and so we like barely. I think we all died. No, I some of us died, and some of us resigned Two people or died something. And then, like everyone else resigned because there was a, like an indestructible creature it was like seven yeah it was like seven like <coughs> or something and then like another creature that was like super buffed so i guess it was interesting because i thought leading into the second part so if you haven't played the second part again you were told spoilers so you know go away but leading into the second part like you end up doing an interlude that gets you a ton of like trauma because of the shit we didn't buy pardon my french the, sh the stuff we didn't buy with the resources. Which was also a surprise. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, it really did feel like we were on kind of a jungle expedition with a bunch of people who had never been on one before. Because we're like, well, I don't know, we need rope, we're right? Like, What's a jungle? Yeah, like, <laughs> we're just going to be there for, like, a day, right? It's no big deal. And so, and then you, you go out there and you're like, wow, where were we really underprepared for that? It's like the first time you go camping in college and you're not really thinking about, like, what you should bring. And you're like, crap, we didn't bring any food. Like... <laughs> Why did we not bring food? Like we just brought fireworks. Yeah, we just brought like booze and a tent and a sleeping bag. Like we don't have fire. We don't have any kind of thing to drink. Like besides the booze, and so that's kind of what it felt like was like your first college camping trip when you're like, let's just go out, man. Let's just have fun. Uh, but it was it was fun, but it was kind of demoralizing. So I guess we're here to say, you know, if you're watching it, don't get demoralized. Just keep playing because I think it'll get better or gets more fun or something. So. But yeah, I liked it because I was Calvin, so traumas are great. But everyone else didn't really like it, so... Yeah, I did, I did, not, have, <laughs> I did not have a great time in the first scenario. The second one wasn't as bad. I think it was a little bit more Indiana Jonesy, which was kind of fun. Uh, yeah. Um, but they mentioned Monterey Jack in, that, in the scenario, 
and I'm like, man, I wish he was out. He'd be so cool for this scenario. But anyway, uh, thanks for watching. You know, if you like what we're doing here, let us know. Like, comment, subscribe. Hit the little bell for notifications from our channel. Not our channel, but the Collector Mania channel. Um, Labyrinth of Lunacy just came out, so if you haven't played that, it's just a great time to try now because it's uh, out and you can buy it. Um, in October, we have Arkham Knights happening. We might be there for it. We're not really sure yet. Um, we just don't know if we'll have... I don't know if I'll have... Tyler has millions of time and money, I think. Uh, I have lots of time. Yes, <laughs> lots of time. Uh, so we might try to head out there and you can meet us or whatever, but who knows. Um, but yeah, have a good one. Like, comment, subscribe again, and uh, see you next time. See you next time, investigators.